Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. We have been sharing principles on how to restore harmony in your home. And we've shared, number one, you need to decide that you want to live in harmony. Number two, that you'll hear the true pitch. And we saw that that is sounded in the Bible. Third, you need to find your role or note in relationship to true pitch. And then fourthly, realize you don't have to sing the same note to harmonize. And this is where we are, and we'll pick it up from here. Every member of the family is different, and we're different for so many reasons. Male and female are different. Our personalities are different. Our backgrounds are different. Our past experiences are different. And what we need to do is to value the difference. To have harmony, you need different notes sounded. You don't have to sing the same note to get along. There can be a diversity. In fact, there needs to be a diversity. Now, this is one thing you don't have to worry about in your home. You will find a diversity in the members of your family. And you need to value the difference. Listen to what 1 Corinthians 12 tells us about the body of Christ, but it also applies to an individual family. It says in verse 19, And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Now, you see, here's where the problem is. We think if someone is different from us, then somehow they're less than us. They're weaker. Because we think we have the right view and the right understanding. But we need to see that we're just coming from a different perspective. And one isn't better than the other. It's just different. When there is a difference in the family, you need to realize that that is a strength, not a weakness. As long as the members appreciate one another and doesn't allow it to divide them. Listen to what it says in verse 25. That there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now, this is the guidelines that we need to have for differences in the family. And that brings us to our fifth point. Your part must resonate with others. You see, to have harmony, your part has to resonate with others. There is this law of harmonics, and I don't understand it totally. But obviously, there needs to be a blending and matching of the various wavelengths for there to be harmony. So for different notes to harmonize, there has to be a resonance between them. Now, what does that mean practically to us in the family? 
It means you need to hear what the other person is sounding. For voices to harmonize, the people singing have to hear the other voice. You can't harmonize if you're deaf. I mean, you might have a beautiful, beautiful voice, but that will be to no avail unless you can hear the other singers. And this is so true in the family. Your point of view might be valid. It might be correct. But if you can't hear other people in the family, you'll never have a family that harmonizes. I've listened to our music team as they practice in the church. And I'll hear one say, I can't hear so-and-so in the monitor. Can you boost his voice a little bit? You see, singers have to hear one another to harmonize. We have to hear one another to have harmony in the family. Stephen Covey puts it this way in one of his seven laws to be an effective person. You must seek first to understand rather than to be understood. In very practical terms, you need to hear the other person first before you try to express your view. It is very important the way you express your opinion. It has to be expressed understanding first the other people in your family, how they feel and how they think. This is so vitally important. It's not just sounding your note. It's sounding your note, your view, in light of what the other person thinks. Otherwise, you'll just be sounding off. If you don't understand this, you're going to get into a lot of trouble. You're just going to produce disharmony. One member will be offended and upset with the other. You have to first be able to express the other person's opinion better than they can before you should try to say your opinion. Now listen, this is so hard. I can say this and yet I can in my own mind know how many times I'll break in with my own opinion trying to rebut what someone else is saying. I've been with couples and watched them try to communicate. And I realize they're not listening to one another. As the other person is talking, they're just forming the rebuttal in their mind and they're just waiting for them to take a breath where they can just come back and tell them what they think. This is so far from producing harmony. It's just our natural inclination. But just as you have to learn to sing in harmony, you have to learn to express your view in light of other people's opinion. Galatians 6.1 tells us how we should intervene to help another Christian when they've erred. And I think the principle here can be applied to how we get along in a family. It says, if a person is overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. Whenever we approach a difference, it has to be in the spirit of gentleness, harshness, a disdaining tone will always cause disharmony. But if you come with a gentleness, considering that you yourself may be tempted, in other words, it's saying, realize that in many ways you're just like the other person. Obviously, if you could put yourself in the other person's shoes, you could understand what they're seeing much better. You see, we all have a perspective from the place we're standing. And so as you relate to someone else in the family to express your view, you have to see where they're coming from. 
This goes against our natural inclination. We want to just jump in. We just want to project our idea rather than realizing I need to harmonize what I'm saying with what is being said here as well. Now, this is an art. Just as learning to sing in harmony is an art and takes practice, so this dimension of our being able to harmonize with others in the family who have different ideas and different opinions from us takes practice and effort. And so let's go back to this principle where it says if one member suffers, then we all suffer. And when one member is rejoiced, we should all rejoice. You need to get in the feelings and the thoughts of other people in your family and be able to sympathize with their point of view, even when it's different from your own. So much so that, hey, when a situation arises, you're not bothered by it. It's not affecting you at all, but someone else is suffering and hurting because of what has happened or something that's been said. And so rather than just dismissing their feelings and saying, why are you feeling that way? You shouldn't feel that way at all. No, sympathize with them. Weep when they weep. Cry with them. Understand where they're coming from and sympathize. And similarly, when someone else seems to not be affected at all and they're just going on their merry way, you can also sympathize with that and realize it's just not that they're indifferent. They're just seeing it from a different point of view and so be able to rejoice with them. Now, this is very practical and very hard to do in many ways. Going back to our example of singing in harmony, not only do the singers have to hit notes that harmonize, but even the undulation of their voices need to match. This is a fine, fine art, and you need to master this in your home. You have to get beyond your natural thinking and how sure you are that you're right in your opinion, and to master your emotions that react when someone else disagrees with you, and strive for harmony. You know, an example that comes to mind is... If I were to hold my hand up towards one person and have my palm facing them and then ask them to describe what they see, well, they would describe the different lines on my palm and the fingerprints on the tips of my fingers. And if I were to turn to another person and put my hand up before them, but this time face the back of my hand towards them and ask them to describe what they would see, well, they would describe knuckles and fingernails. Now, what if those two people then discussed what they had seen with one another? They could get into an argument. The one person would say, well, you know, at the tips of their fingers are fingerprints. And the other would say, no, no, they, they have nails. And they could go on and on arguing about how each was wrong. And then one could say, the fingers bend towards you. And the other one would say, no, no, the fingers bend away from you. Listen, each would be right from the perspective that they had, but their conclusions would be varying. And if they really wanted to understand what a hand was like, they would need to hear each other. Not judge that the other person was wrong, but that they just had a different perspective. You see, this is what we think many times when there's a difference. One has to be right and the other one has to be wrong. Rather than realizing, no, it's not that one is necessarily wrong. 
They're just seeing it from a different perspective. And so if we can harmonize our perspectives, we would have a much better understanding of what is being viewed. This is just a simple analogy of why we need to hear one another. Proverbs tells us that a fool is wiser in his own opinion than seven men that can give a reason. In other words, seven people can come and tell you something different than what you believe, but you dismiss it all because you're so certain that you're right. God help us to see these truths and apply them in our families. Well, again, that's our time, but we will continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.